This is Together 24-7, episode 110. I have a great new idea for a new contest. I know you do. Tell me about it. Okay, so we want to promote you guys, our listeners, and we want to promote your business. So what do you win in this contest? You win a commercial on our podcast that'll be run for four straight Monday episodes. And it's really forever because like embarrassing pictures on Facebook, it's going to be forever like on a podcast. And you can enter in one of three ways. Way number one is to go to iTunes, rate and review us, take a screenshot of your rate and review, and email it to us. And the next way is either in iTunes or Google Play Music, subscribe to our podcast. And again, take a screenshot showing that you subscribe to it and email us. The email address is info, I-N-F-O, at together247.net. The third way to enter is to go to the website, www.together247.net and sign up for our newsletter. So go ahead, enter the contest, and keep your fingers crossed because we know somebody's going to be a winner each and every month. Good luck. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your hosts, Barry and Catherine Cohen. Showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hello, Catherine. Hello, Barry. Welcome to episode 110. Yeah, they're, they're flying by. They are. We've been doing this over a year. This is fantastic. This is. This is. And people still listen to us. And I still like you. Okay, that's 20 years and you still like me, so that's more than 110 episodes in a year. Uh, and we still do. work together. Wait, i got to do the math. Hold on a second. Uh, don't do the math. Don't Taking do my math. shoes off. Hold on. All right. So uh, today's guests are Regina and Rendell Bergman. They are out of Chico, Texas on Lake Bridgeport. Their company is Bridgeport Network, and it is hospitality and coaching. That's That's kind of a... But then when, when you hear the bio, you'll understand um, how she can do coaching and the hospitality at the same time together. Together? Together. No. So, yeah. So they um, so she could do hospitality at their B&B, or you can go to the B&B, and, or she, I'm sorry, she could do coaching at the B&B, or you go to the B&B and you may get um, unsolicited advice. I'm not sure. So we'll find out a little bit more about that. They are married. This is, now, you know, we've interviewed people literally on their honeymoon. We interview that one couple from California whose name escapes me, adorable. They had gotten married on Friday and they interviewed with us on a Monday. So we have interviewed honeymoon couples before. We, we rate. We rate. But this is, they've been in business together for three months. They are married just over four months. Well, at least they started thinking about the business after the first date. That's right. That's right. That's well, I don't know. That's true. We don't know how long they we were engaged for. We don't know how for. long they engaged. So, okay. So, um, they're just married. They're together. Ju- they're just together over four months. So, they are married. So, they could be married like 20 minutes for all we know. Um, and Rendell has seven children from a previous marriage, of course. That would, that would be that, impressive of Regina <laughs> if it was from this time around. And Regina has uh, one child. All the kids are grown up. Regina is originally from St. Louis, Missouri. At the age of 18, she married her high school sweetheart. His name was Kent. They have one daughter and two grandchildren. In 2014, after 44 years of marriage, her husband passed away. That is, that is very heartbreaking. 
Um, but you are were determined to uh, pursue your dreams. You purchased the property next to your B and B. You remodeled it. You opened up phase one of Bridgeport Del Boca Vista. No, not phase one of Del Boca Vista. It's phase one of Bridgeport Lake Resort and Event Center. So you've always wanted to help others, Regina. And uh, after your husband's passing, um, you not only jumped in and uh, opened up the uh, or continued rather with the bed and breakfast because you and your uh, your husband, your first husband, had opened up the bed and breakfast together. But then you decided to train and then become a business and life coach. You bring your marriage experience and your life experience to your coaching, your writing, and your teaching. You apply all this stuff to your marriage. You have an international bestseller, Bulletproof Your Marriage. You've created two-day experiential couples retreats. I'm guessing right there at the uh, at the resort B&B event center, yes? Or yes, some of them. Some of them. Yeah. So some of them you do all over the place. And Rendell was married two times previously. Third time's the charm, Rendell. Third time's the charm. Uh, Got it. <laughs> First one, after 23 years, uh, they divorced. Second, uh, unfortunately, his wife passed away as well. He has seven children from his first wife, a total of 18 grandchildren. So, Rendell has beat your parents by a lot. By a lot. I don't yeah. even want to know what the holidays look like there. Yeah, that's got to be crazy. Potluck or order in. Rendell, you write fiction and poetry. You're an artist and a great cook. Your hobbies include photography, motorcycles, and traveling back roads. You, this is your second career, really. You became a chiropractor. You owned your own business. You, uh, you owned Diamond Spine Fitness. So that was a, a spinal strengthening rehab business. And after Hurricane Ike, that kind of dissolved away. Earlier this year, you married Regina. You became a partner indeed. Indeed. And if we put those two words together, indeed. 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 Um, you run the facility, coordinating all the maintenance and operations. You are the cameraman. You are uh, you participate in the marriage retreats, and your main function is to be the wind beneath Regina's wings. That's sweet. That's adorable. That means Regina's the boss. Yes, yes. That means <laughs> Regina's the boss. That means Regina's the boss. So, guys, uh, first question up with all those kids between the two of you and the grandkids. Um, are any of them involved in the business at all? Uh, my daughter is. She helps us with some technology things. Mm-hmm. She's actually living in Kansas these days, and we're in Texas, but she's quite proficient at technology, so she helps us out with a few things of that, just part-time. Uh, but that that's all. My kids are in another state in the Northwest. <laughs> Do you at least ship them in to do like major, especially the grandkids, like you ship them in to do major, you know, backyard cleanup and landscaping and that sort of thing? I was thinking about that. I think we need to start that. I think that's a a good idea. So basically, Regina, you had this business. Um, You had the B&B. You started it. Um, earlier on and uh, with with your uh, first husband. And then along comes Rendell. And Rendell, you jumped into this business with her. Did you have a choice? Yeah, did you? She gave me. That was 10 seconds. Oh, 10 seconds. We were driving down the road one day and talking about how crazy my life is and our schedules are. And I said, okay, here's the deal. You've got the next 10 seconds to bail on me. It's too late for an annulment, but you can bail in the next 10 seconds and I'll allow you. After that, 
you're mine, I'm yours forever, that's it. He didn't bail, so we're still together. <laughs> so you guys are still, well, it's, you know, not, not for nothing, and both of you have previous experience in this, so I'm not lecturing you or anything, but, you know, four months, you know, you, you don't know each other well enough to figure out if it's time to bail or not. How come you never gave me 10 seconds to bail? I gave you, like, a lot yeah. of opportunities. My family came up to you individually and told you to run as far and as fast as is humanly possible. But not one of them offered me any money. Now, why would they offer you money? They just they gave you good advice and you didn't take it. Yeah, I know. So so there's that. But that's the marriage part. You didn't bail, that's the marriage part. But what about the business? I mean, you know, Rendell, you could have kept on doing what you were doing. Um you you decided to jump into a brand new career with a brand new wife and a brand new family. What made you decide to do that? Well, hey, I found out that after losing your spouse and you decide what you want to do for the rest of your life, we both did not want to be alone. And so uh, when we first met, that was our motivation to find out all about each other. And, uh, and once we did that and had all kinds of confirmations and uh, we decided to make that step to get married, but... Um, I call Regina a um, a business phoenix rising out of fire from all the things that she's done and uh, trials she's had. And so I have just wanted to um, support her in that uh, in her adventures, and and it has been a whirlwind, that is for sure. <laughs> whirlwind, I think, is the understatement of the year with you guys. I, in, in that is true. In four, <laughs> if you only knew. <laughs> in four months, you, you got to tell. How did you guys meet? Because in four months' time, you met, you married, and you brought the business. Uh, you know, you, you you decided to make the business one big happy cohesive. You both Tax own deduction. it. Tax deduction. Yeah. So how did you meet, and how did this all happen? I got to know. But you're not going to believe this. But we met online in a Facebook group of widows and widowers from our church. There's a group of about 2,500 of us. And we interacted some there, and then I came to a point in my life that I was willing to open up again and consider the possibility of loving someone else. And um, I shared that in the group, and I had a sort of date, and, and, after, and I shared about that in the group. And after that, I get this message one night about 10 o'clock at night from Rendell saying, Regina, how did your date go? <laughs> and, and he had his fingers then, crossed then that it was bad. Began. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so how did you answer him? I'm sorry, I spoke over you. I, uh, we, had, we talked on Facebook for four hours. You invited me for breakfast. <laughs> and I invited him for breakfast, and he drove up from Houston and had – lunch with me the next day he got here about twelve thirty. that was so. 300 miles yes he drove up he drove he's the first person to ever drive 300 miles to have breakfast with me i'll tell you that said a lot yeah but he missed <laughs> it he was late <laughs> yeah he was late it was okay though i forgave him <laughs> wow. and he worked night you okay. know he got like an hour or two of rest maybe and then hopped in the car and drove up so and then we we both knew that we were looking for someone to spend the rest of our lives with. We had 
the shared history of widowhood. We had the shared faith belonging to the same church, shared value systems. And so that kind of cut through a lot of stuff. And there wasn't any game playing. We knew what we were both looking for. And so we set about just just talking endlessly to figure out if that if we were it for each other if and you know laying everything on the table all cards on the table on both sides this is who I am these are my faults this is you know this is my family this is you know just everything about ourselves and uh, and determining if there was a spark you know beyond that and it just all came together very quickly. And, and as Rendell said, we got lots of confirmations. We literally um, prayed and, and got spiritual confirmations that, yes, we were right and that, that this was okay. And once we had that, in our opinion, there wasn't a whole lot of point in waiting a long time. At our age, we're both in our 60s. I'm 64. He's 66. And we said, hey, you know, let's just do this. <laughs> let's move forward and we'll learn more about each other as we go. And so that's kind of the way it's been. We've Every day is a new adventure for us and, and a new growing closer together. We utilize all the tools that are in our book, uh, in my book, Bulletproof Your Marriage. We Poor Rendell on the way, we drove four hours to our wedding, and I got to read the book to him on as he drove. <laughs> <laughs> Rendell, at any point in that drive. We have to live what I'm preaching. So. <laughs> at any point you in that. Know what's in here. <laughs> that's it. I was I was going to say at any point of that drive, Randall, did you like listen to the book and say, "I can't commit to this. This is you're crazy, lady." <laughs> no, I. That all sounded very good to me. Actually, <laughs> the only big problem I had is that all these friends that uh, Regina was uh, introduced me to, they're all threatening me, saying, "You better be good to her." <laughs> He's had at least 20 threats on his life. You know, you'd be good to her. She has friends. <laughs> We're taking care of her. We love her. <laughs> See, he Poor had guy. The... It got to where I was afraid to introduce him to someone for the fear of the next threat. <laughs> he, he had the opposite experience as me. They're all telling Rendell, hey, be good to her. Be good. You better be good to her. You, you better not be bad to her. And I got, run. Run. <laughs> Just leave now. <laughs> That was advice that you've given to other members marrying into the family, none of whom have taken that no, advice. No, no one takes that advice. No We're, advice. We are all idiots. That's well, you know, we make we make a we make a good appearance. So we do a good first impression, and you know, and and we hide the crazy for long enough to uh, get married and stay married in my family. So there you have it. All right. Yep. So um, we talked a little bit about the division of labor and. Um, uh, you know, and, and Regina, this is, uh, you You had a staffing company. I didn't even mention a lot of these things. You had a staffing company, um, huge, $4 million in gross revenues, 2008, like so many people, went, you went out of business by 2009. You did a two-year sabbatical. You opened up the bed and breakfast. So, you know, 2011, you opened up the bed and breakfast, and you worked it with um, your first husband for three years, uh, or close to three years, and um, right. and then he passed away, and so you decided to become not only have that bed and breakfast, but you be decided to become a life coach as well. So what? Yeah. The, oh, go ahead. Go I ahead, was going to say. So what do you guys do together? Is it is it 
the, I, the retreats, the, the coaching, the bed and breakfast, all of the above, some of the above, none of the above, none of the above. We and, <laughs> and the uh, interview now and just go our merry way. But you tell, tell us a little bit about each of those things and what, what your role is, Regina, what Rendell's role is, or Rendell, you tell us and, and let Regina take a break. But that, that's what we want to okay. know. How do you guys interact? You know, you know each other okay. for four months. How do you interact? All right. I, I'd be happy to start to field that question. I'd like to preface it with, though, when I first decided that I was going to date someone and, and look at bringing someone into my life, my first reaction was, are you crazy? Your life is so complex already. What are you thinking of? And I actually felt a little overwhelmed by the thought. When I met Rendell and began to explore that with him, it was as though a weight fell off of my shoulders. It wasn't complicating my life. It was making it easier. And, and burdens were just lifted. And he has physically as well as spiritually and mentally and emotionally lifted those burdens. So Rendell has come in because the businesses are my, you know, were my businesses before we got together. Rendell has come in and, and has freed up my time to grow our coaching and our marriage uh, especially the marriage coaching portion of our coaching business. So he is literally taking over um, managing, if you will, the bed and breakfast and the lake house and taking care of some of those maintenance things or making sure they get done. And and um, I still am a little involved in that in terms of bookings, but mostly he's handling pretty much everything else here and you know supervising any staff members or whatever. He and I together are doing the um, marriage retreats, and at the moment he's been more cameraman with just a little interjection, but we're raising his role in those, and he's going to be taking, telling him he's going to have to replace himself as a cameraman so that he can be up in front of everybody and helping with, with things, because he has, a lot, he has so much wisdom to impart to them. And um, so then the coaching business you could say we do it together in that he frees up my time and supports me so that I can lock the door and do what I need to do and not worry about things. And so, you know, he's from the beginning has, has told me that he wants to be the wind beneath my wings. And I was having a conversation with a coach this morning about that and saying, you know, but I want him to be out there and, and, and I want him to, you know, to have his spotlight at all. And she said, but, you know, that, that may be the most important thing for him is being the wind between, beneath my wings. And so I have to stop and think about that and that, you know, it's not – everything is not for everyone. We all have different needs. So um, – but anyway, we, we talk about everything. We work together on things. And, you know, there will be some issue that will come up, and I'll say, Rindle, I need to have – I need to have an uncomfortable conversation with you, you know, and about whatever it is. And so then, then I can talk about it, what, you know, because I tend to get emotional when, uh, around certain issues and things. And so when some of these things come up, and he's just been so supportive. I could not have asked for more support from anyone ever. He's been just amazing and allowing us to grow our businesses by the support he provides so that I can do the parts that I need to do. That that is so sweet. That that's really cool. And Rendell, are you like getting comfortable getting up in front of people, or do you like being behind the camera more? Um, I have no problems being in front of people. 
I haven't found the necessity all that much. <laughs> she does a wonderful job. Um, but I, I enjoy the photography aspect. But there are some things, because I'm a chiropractor and, and have some science background, there are some things that she presents that I might be able to present just a little bit different than her. And, and, uh, and so use my expertise where it can be used. Absolutely. And now I know you've only been together for four months, but have you had any entrepreneurial disagreements? I know, Regina, you said you have to have uncomfortable conversations, but is there anything that stands out as the, the biggest disagreement that you guys have had business-wise? I don't care personal, business. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not so sure that they've been real disagreements as much as just discussion and figuring out what our backgrounds bring to the table. The biggest area is probably finance, probably economical, and the different situations that we've come from in reference to finances. And um, I think that's probably the biggest area, if there's ever going to be one, that's probably where it'll be. I can't think of anything. Yeah. Can you, Wendell? And it's really not so much <clears throat> a heated disagreement by no. any means. Mm -hmm. It's just a a concern um, of, of a different point of view. Yeah. Rendell's, one of Rendell's jobs, as I've told him, is to make sure that at least one of my feet is tethered to the earth. So <laughs> I tend to be kind of off in the clouds somewhere and, and idealistic and, and doing 10 million things at once. And so I said, okay, you have to keep at least one of my feet anchored to the earth. So he is able then to bring in the practicalities and the realities of things for me to look at things from a different angle, a different perspective. So it's not a disagreement. It's just adding value to, um, to what I'm doing by helping me see it from a different perspective I, I and like, vice versa. Yeah, I like that, keeping, keeping, one foot keeping one foot tethered. I like that because I actually have to do that with Catherine quite often. She's the visionary of, our, of the <laughs> two of us. And... It's And I like to equate it to when I used to uh, work for a company in New York doing computer repair, and I was the technical and the sales were doing their sales, and the two don't combine very well because the salespeople will right. oversell things that the techies can't do. So the techies have to keep the salespeople in line. So I have to do the same thing with Catherine, right. and apparently Rendell has to do the same thing with you. <laughs> That's right. You notice I did not give him permission to, to keep – Two feet tethered, only one. Only one. <laughs> well, you, you have to have the creativity. Exactly, exactly. If you tie both my feet down, I'm going to be in trouble. <laughs> when I um, listen to Regina, as she's working her magic on the phone, being interviewed in different places. I'm just always uh, amazed and in awe of such a wonderful woman to share my life with because she's just so full of life and and really, in all that she does, she is always wanting to help people. And that's a marvelous thing. Now, of these conversations that you've had, the non-heated, non-confrontational conversations that you have never had, does it carry over into <laughs> your personal life at all? Um, not in any negative kind of way. And, and we truly do, we truly work at the marriage. 
we've both learned, you know, I had a wonderful marriage for 44 years. Doesn't mean it was all roses. Doesn't mean every day was perfect. There were a lot of difficult moments in that marriage, but we worked through them. And, and that's part of what made it a great marriage is that we worked on the marriage. We continued to to uh, work through things when they came up. And Rindle and I, because of his experiences, because of my experiences, we bring all of that into this relationship, plus everything that is in the book that we are trying to help others with their marriages. So we truly are living what is in the book and what's in our marriage retreats. We apply all of those principles to our own marriage to make sure that we just have an amazing marriage. And every day is just, you know, I, we both just feel so blessed every day to have each other and the love that we have for each other and the way it's growing. And so I know that sounds really Pollyannish, and you're probably looking for that story that's underneath there, but there just isn't one. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. <laughs> he, he's looking. For, he's looking for the negative story and the dishes getting thrown. We're looking for. I'm looking for how you you know solve solutions and you know and 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 that's so important uh, you know for our listeners who are married or in a relationship and you know starting to get involved or just involved in in business together it's so important to say lay the foundation you guys laid the foundation first both from your right. experience and by you know actually using techniques that you know right. that you've written about so often i can name a dozen authors that i know of that nowhere near using the techniques that they write about that they tell other people to use, but you're using them. That's a foundation. And then you don't have those, you know, knock down, drag out, blow out fights with the dishes. That I so love. That you so love that nobody's ever given, including us. I know. There are no dishes slamming. There are no no doors slamming. Nobody walking out on anything. Um, I, I can honestly say that, to my knowledge, neither of us have gotten upset with the other one at this point. We sit down and talk about it if there's something that that we may disagree with or we feel we have another perspective to bring to the table, then we make time to talk about it. We, yeah, go ahead, Brenda. One of the things that um, my wife has and hasn't shared is she has some health issues, and and one of the biggest things that I'm able to help her with is keep her on her feet um, in the most comfortable manner as she can. Uh, with using my chiropractic, and uh, so that and so business wise and you know personally, that's been a big blessing for for her and for me. Amen. Yeah, he's using his chiropractic skills. He he keeps me functioning well. <laughs> that 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 comes in handy. Keeping a doctor around. Yeah, I, I, I will say that uh, we, we keep our chiropractor pretty much on speed tile as well, especially me when I trip over things. You trip Mine over makes pebbles. house calls to me. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, but you feed them, so it's okay. Right. So, now, now on, on the same vein of what we were just discussing, what would you uh, consider some of the joys of being together 24-7? I'm with my best friend. It just really gives me pleasure to uh, enable her to have, be as happy as she can be. I'm uh, I'm not at her beck and call, but I I provide that for her so that she doesn't. You know, there's no reason to have a beck and call. No, and this morning was a good example of that. I was on a phone call. I was going to be tied up for a while. He knew I hadn't had breakfast yet. 
and in he walks with a bowl of melons and, and uh, you know, some other things. And, and just, you know, without being asked, without me even thinking about it, he comes to my rescue all the time. One of the things I'd like to add, though, is I think we make each other laugh more than anybody I've ever been with. Um, just the little things every day. I mean, there's not a day goes by that we don't have laughter. <laughs> I think that's a common theme through almost everybody that we've interviewed. And I I, I will say that has to be the basis of the happiest marriages out there. If you can't laugh every day with each other, you know, is there something wrong? That's that's my Amen. opinion. Am yeah. I... Am I laughing with you or am I laughing at you? Oh, no, you? you're laughing at me. Okay, There's just not checking. even a doubt there. Okay, just checking. Please. <laughs> I share, when, I, when my daughter was growing up, I was laughing at something she said one day, and she said, Mom, quit laughing at me. And so I went to the, I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you. Well, then she went to, I'm not laughing, so you're not laughing with me. And I said, okay, this is not laughter, it's just loud smiling. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. Now, are there anything, is there anything that you two do to separate your business time from your family time? We, oh, go ahead. We, you know, we recognize that family is important. And so the other day we <laughs> traveled six hours one way just to go eight hours, or to the, to the west to go eight hours to the east to Kansas. <laughs> to be with family, and uh, we recognize that it is a necessary thing in our lives that we put a, a priority on family. One of the things I struggled with over the last two years being alone was I didn't put any restrictions on my work time, so I literally could work around the clock. When Rendell came into my life, I realized one of my top priorities was to find balance in my life again and set limitations on the hours that I work. So my goal, and I don't hit it every day, but my goal is that by 5 o'clock I leave the office and walk into our living area and cook dinner and have dinner with him, and we spend the evening together in, in that space. Now, there are times I do still have to bring my computer in with me and do something while we're sitting there. <laughs> but and, and there are times that I have to say, you know, I, I can't stop yet. This has to get done today. And, and I work a little longer but we make the t we spend time together every morning we have our prayers together and breakfast together we you know have our noon meal together most of the time and then we have our dinner meal together and again we say our prayers in the evening we make sure that we make time to be together um, in meaningful ways and spend that quality time with us it may only be those few hours in the evening that we really are unless we're working on something together uh, we may be separated doing different things until those hours, but we make sure that we make time for each other. That's great. Yeah, as long as there's that effort, and we all know that there's times that, you know, business has to be done, period. Things have to get done. There's deadlines, you know, so you're not going to shut the door at 5 o'clock. You're going to shut the door at 10 o'clock. But, you know, that's that day. Tomorrow's another day, and you make the effort again to make sure you have that personal time. I think that's real important. I agree. Now, I totally agree. Are there any books that either of you have read that have really made an impact on your business or your personal lives that you think uh, would be great for our readers, our, our readers, our listeners to read? 
One I can think of off the top of my head from a personal perspective, but I also use it in, in a business perspective as well, um, is John Gray's work on men are from Mars, women are from Venus. And we use it in our in our retreat as well and, and in coaching. And it's understanding the differences in the way the genders function is just really powerful in eliminating a lot of stress and conflict in the marriage. And so I would encourage that he has a whole series of books. I would start with Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, but there are several others um, out there. They're an older book, you know, I mean, that one is, it came out in the late 90s, I think. That's said, uh, that's an older sure. book. Now I feel old. Yes. <laughs> well, it's not, it didn't come out yesterday. There we go. <laughs> And if you could see our libraries, and this was funny, uh, when, we st- when we got together and we started, you know, when we got Rendell's things in and we started unpacking his boxes, we have the same books, we have the same appliances, small appliances, we have the same of a lot of things. So we've had to cull our books because we've got two of so many different books. <laughs> well, that makes it easier to read together. There you go. Yes. There you go. But, yeah, um, Oh, just trying to um, just think. There's, of course, there's your book. I'm reading all. <laughs> so it, I can't think of another one that I would recommend right this second. But that's okay. I definitely. I, I think men are, men are from, yeah, men are from Mars are, is uh, is a fantastic book. I think a lot of people need to read that one. Yeah, and 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 it goes into the series also, so that. For your particular situation, there's you know there's there's a book on that, right, right. And if you could give our listeners one piece of advice, what would it be? From a male perspective, just make make sure in the marriage aspect that you are committed to that marriage, and that you are willing to do everything you need to, to honor that commitment. Which means the woman is always right. (laughs) It does not mean, yes, dear, unless she wants to hear, yes, dear. (laughs) There are times we want to hear that, but not usually. (laughs) Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to add to that. Uh, I agree completely with what, Rendell said, I think commitment is one of the number one things in making a marriage work, that if it hits a bump, which it's going to, there are no perfect marriages when you have two imperfect people creating it, uh, it's going to hit bumps. And just be willing to work through the bumps and, you know, work at keeping the love alive and spend time with each other. You know, just do daily things to grow your love. One of the things we have going right now is we're on Monday we're starting a 30-day marriage gratitude journal project for our readers and listeners. And, and so in that, every day you'll write in the journal at least one thing that you're grateful for in your partner or your marriage. And what that does is keep it renews your love as you go through that process. And then take the time to share that information with that partner at some point in time. That's fantastic. I love that idea. Yeah, gratitude definitely, the attitude of gratitude just brings about more of the same. More of the same loving, more of the same beauty, more of the same everything. So that, that is yeah. in, incredibly important. 
So now uh, you did mention, now, see, I got to go back a second. Regina, you said at night you close the office door and you make dinner. But here on Rendell's uh, uh, bio, it says that, you know, he loves to cook. So I don't know which one. I don't know. Well, he's maybe he loves cook. to cook and actually cooking are two different things. Oh, he says he's a great cook. So in order to be a great cook, he's got to hey, cook. Hey, he's so. the master of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Okay, that's good enough. Um <laughs> So the f- the food round, what is your favorite meal to cook together or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? We're going to go with cooking together because when Rendell came up that first morning for breakfast and I had asked him on, on in our texting back and forth, on, I said, what would you like to have for breakfast? He said, can we cook it together? And so we, when he got here, that's when we figured out what we were going to eat. And we got in the kitchen, and we started cooking, and we haven't stopped cooking together. And we, we work very well together in the kitchen. We're both good cooks, um, and we love to cook, and we're really enjoying cooking together. And he creates things that I would never think of. I'm a little more recipe-oriented than he is, but, um, you know, it just we love cooking together. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it was fun having that first breakfast with her, and and finding all the different things that she does in her bed and breakfast. We don't just have a particular breakfast for everyone to eat. We have a list of different menus on one page, and so they get to choose what they want. And uh, she's just an awesome cook and. Um, the way that I cook and use my Blintech uh, <laughs> also, that just is, it merges our uh, unique abilities, and, and we have uh, a fun time doing it. If you've never had a watermelon smoothie, you need to come to our house and have Rendell make you a watermelon smoothie someday. His, his smoothies are amazing. He just starts throwing things into his blender, and it comes out awesome. <laughs> I love watermelon. You do. You're a, and, and uh, here in Arizona, in Phoenix, because I'd never seen it when we lived in New York, but uh, they do watermelon juice, which is so refreshing. They juice mm. it. So I guess in a smoothie, it would be delicious. Okay, I'm in. You're in. All right. So we'll, we'll get over there and, and get a watermelon smoothie. Okay, last question from the food round, and this is the drink round, uh, before we take a break and come back, would be... Red, white, or beer? We have the ideal answer for us. It's root beer. Root beer. <laughs> I love root beer, too. Yeah, you do. Can I make a root beer watermelon smoothie? <laughs> no. No, that would be disgusting. Oh. And you, and you can even add ice cream and have a, and have a, have a float. <laughs> well, how about the root beer but watermelon sorbet and make it a root beer float? No. Like Again, <laughs> no. First of all, I don't. Yeah, I don't like root beer, but that's beside the point. But you like you're a big fan of root I beer. I love Barry. root beer. So cool. So root type of beer, wonderful. Let's go ahead and take that's a right. let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to hear the pet peeve of the day. Hey, everybody! We know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through Audible.com, together, twenty four seven listeners can get a free audio book. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. 
Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there. So where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com. Unless you're driving, then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back. You know what we're here for, Kat? We're, we're going we're gonna to hear their pet peeve. Yay, pet peeves. They don't sound like a couple that has any pet peeves, but I, in fact they do. I think they do. And, and, and this pet peeve will help explain why this is a telephone call instead of a Skype interview. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Regina, what is your pet peeve? Well, the blessing I'm grateful for in my pet peeve is that I've never actually acted upon my instincts with this pet peeve. We live in the country, and we're on satellite Internet. And I, my office is in the upstairs of our home and I sit right by this nice great big window and I tell you there are so many days I just want to pitch the computer out the window (laughs) but I've never done so yet so that's the blessing of it but our internet is definitely a pet peeve but we would not trade living here on the lake for internet service for anything yes we get frustrated with it and we have this love-hate relationship we love that we have some internet we hate that we don't have more internet I would trade it in a heartbeat. You, well, yeah, you're into computers, so so there. That's a little bit different. So the commercials on TV about if you live out in the country, we can give you high speed internet. Uh, not not so accurate. Well, they can. Some of them can give it to you, but it's just still not great. They can give it <laughs> to. They can all- see. They can give it to you. Do they actually give, give it, it to you? you? Is a different question. <laughs> That's, That's a question. <laughs> and, and, and what they do give you, they regulate so much that it costs you a fortune because you're only allowed so many gigabytes in a, oh. in a billing cycle. And if you exceed those gigabytes, they cut you back down to dial-up and unless you buy more gigabytes. So I spend a lot of my month buying more gigabytes so that we can do our business here. <laughs> And that's why we live in the city. That's why we live in the city. That's why you live in the city. (laughs) But on an acre of land on a mountain next to a preserve, so it's sort of like living in the country with the benefits of the city. wow. That sounds awesome. So there you have it. Regina and Rendell Bergman, newlyweds, newly in business together. They're adorable. Guys, thank you so much um, for uh, for being on our show. We're going to have all of the contact information on our show notes. Uh, this way you can uh, get in touch with Regina and Rendell, whether you want to um, spend some time in a beautiful B&B on the lake or if you you know want to improve your marriage and boost it up. So all of that information will be on the show notes. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you for having us. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And we'll catch everyone next time. See you next time. Bye-bye. 
We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsor's links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.